Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. The episode 1,501. <laughs> you know, we as mankind often want to make uh, big deals about numbers, don't we? Round numbers or significant numbers. Hey, you know, that's okay. I guess it is. Well, in the previous episode, we were in Luke chapter 13. And we saw where Jesus was going from one city to the next city, from one village to the next village, and he's teaching. He was not doing this haphazardly because in verse 22, we see that he's doing this while he's proceeding on his way to Jerusalem. Jesus had an agenda. Jesus had a purpose. Jesus had a goal. He was going somewhere. He was going to Jerusalem for a particular reason. Well, while he's doing this, somebody comes up to him and says, Lord, are there just a few who are being saved? And then Jesus says, you need to make sure you check yourself out first. Verse 24, he said this, strive to enter through the narrow door. For many, I tell you, will seek to enter and will not be able. Well, why is that? Because they're going to try to seek to enter in in their own way, okay? By not the narrow door, but a wide door. Not this particular door, but another door. And we know that from the, the balance of what the Scripture tells us, okay? But we need to be careful that we enter in by the door, the way, the truth, the life, the door, the gate, Okay. which is how Jesus describes himself. Well, let's continue to pick this up in verse 25. Once the head of the house, this is Jesus speaking, gets up and shuts the door, and you begin to stand outside and knock on the door saying, Lord, open up to us. Then he will answer and say to you, I do not know where you are from. So in the previous episode, we touched on that a little bit, how you see this other portion of the scripture where Jesus is going to say to folks who thought they were right with him, he's going to say, hey, I never knew you. Okay, they, they were very religious. They even did good works. They even did miraculous works and powerful works. You see that in Matthew 5, uh, 7. But guess what? They were never known by the Lord, and they didn't know him. In other words, they were not in right relationship with him. And he says there's going to be many who are going to be like that. And Jesus is going to say, hey, I didn't know you. Verse 26, he continues. Then you will begin to say, we ate and drank in your presence. And you taught in our streets. And he will say, I tell you, <coughs> I do not know where you are from. Depart from me, all you evildoers. So that's definitely picking up what was said in Matthew, another gospel. They're going to sit there and say, hey, but didn't we eat with you? Didn't we drink with you in your presence? You taught in our streets. In other words, Messiah was here among us. We were here. We ate with him. We hung out with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he says, but I tell you what. I do not know where you are from. In other words, I never knew you. Depart from me, all you evildoers. People who are acting that way and behaving that way, Jesus calls them evildoers. This actually came up last night in a, um, an online Bible study. <laughs> it's actually a great time. And uh, it's a particular kind of thing we're looking at for a short period of time, just a few weeks. And uh, I'm not leading it. I'm just lurking. I'm just hanging out. 
uh, with my friends, right? We're just there. And uh, some things came up, and uh, we started talking, and finally uh, the leader says, hey, Dale, don't you have something you want to say about this? I said, well, I got a lot to say about this, but, you know, you don't want me to go down that road. No, no, what's going on? And we started talking about these kind of things. And uh, one of the things that came up is that, uh, which, and I just told him, I said, uh, one of the, a question that came up earlier, do you have many friends who are unbelievers? Do you know a lot of people who are not believers? This is a great question. And I told him, I said, I think I know a whole lot of people who aren't believers, but not in the sense that people think. I said, because I think a lot of the people that are sitting in churches from week to week to week, whether it's being in Bible studies or Sunday school classes or worship services or fellowship times, whatever, are not in right relationship with the Lord. I think they're like this. I think they eat and they drink in his presence and they listen to his teaching and all this kind of stuff, but they don't know him. I think that based upon the original parable that we started with, the parable of the sower, the parable of the seed, the parable of the grounds, remember that? That only a quarter, only one of those four grounds was really productive and really reflective of the true kingdom of God. In other words, three-fourths of them weren't. So am I saying that three-fourths of the people that are sitting there in the church on Sunday morning are not saved? I'm not the one that's holding the counter, folks. God is, and He knows. I sort of keep it in the forefront of my mind not to make the assumption that just because you're sitting here that you're okay with God and you're right with God. I'm not even making that assumption about myself on all things. You know? I know I'm right with God. I know I'm saved because of faith and belief. Okay, But, you know, the greatest field of harvest for the church right now is the church. Okay, because of what Jesus is saying right here. There's going to be this kind of thing you're going to be eating and drinking in his presence. Now, listen to what Jesus says quickly in the last three verses of this particular episode and this event in his life, verse 28. In that place, what place? Well, he says, depart from me, all you evildoers. So to the place where they're departing and leaving to, in that place, there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. When you see Abraham and Isaac and Jacob and all the prophets in the kingdom of God, but yourselves being thrown out. That right there is a major hint to me about something. Okay? I'm not dogmatic about this, but I believe it to be true. That those that will be cast away, that will be for all eternity separated from the Lord God, that will be in the lake of fire, that will be in that torment, that will be in the lake of fire in the torment of loneliness, but pressed in by billions of other souls, uh, of that lake of fire, which is darkness. You would think it would be lit, but it's going to be dark that they will be able to see into the kingdom of God. It just says that right here. When you see Abraham and Isaac and Jacob and all the prophets in the kingdom of God, they'll be able to see the kingdom of God, but yourselves being thrown out. So it may refer to prior to the time of judgment. They see all this kind of stuff, and they're at the great white throne judgment, and then they're thrown out. But I think because of another parable that the Lord tells about that, of the bosom of Abraham, how someone was able to look and see into the bosom of Abraham, that they will be able to see for all all eternity what could have been. I mean, now I may be wrong on that, so don't hold me to it. <laughs> but just think about that and just pay attention to it. Okay? The bottom line is what? You want to make sure that you're not counted among those that are thrown out. But look what Jesus says in verse 29. And they will come from east and west and from north and south and will recline at the table in the kingdom of God. And behold, some are last who will be first, and some are first 
who will be last. The Lord talks that way in several situations in the gospel. The first, last, last verse. But what is he saying? He's saying that the kingdom of God will be fulfilled in what you see in Genesis 12 and Genesis 15 when God made covenant with Abraham. And he said, you're going to be the father of many nations and that the nations will be blessed for you, by you. That salvation that comes to earth is not just for the Jew, but it's for all mankind and the nations will come. When he's going here from city to city and town to town, they're thinking just in the Jewish mindset, right? <clears throat> you know, who's going to be saved? The Lord is telling them those that will be saved will be from all nations will come in the kingdom. And it won't be just those that say, oh, well, he is a, we're Jew and he's Jewish. So he's Messiah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we get in by those coattails. Oh, no, no. He's going to say, depart from me, you evildoers. If you don't believe, that's the big thing that he's uh, going to be bringing out as, as he walks through these things from town to town, as he speaks of the kingdom of God. Well, we'll continue on the next episode. Again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you for your support. And I'll see you. Bye-bye.